Construction's been going on across the street, and she is on full-on patrol all the time. Poor thing, are those construction workers ruining your life? Yes. And it's gotta be a good foreman, make sure everyone's doing their jobs. She works for OSHA part-time, actually. (laughs) And she does all of her little supervision from her little bed in the window. Right. And she has to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. She doesn't know what, but... Right, she doesn't know what their job is, but she's making sure they're doing it, aren't you, ma'am? Do you think I should go tell them that uh, their supervisor is a nine-pound chihuahua? <laughs> they would work so hard for her. Welcome to the Notes Becky podcast. The podcast where we talk about every Taylor Swift song. In detail. In chronological order. I'm Maddie. I'm Shelby. And today, the song we're talking about is our song. Our song. Which, after record scratch, that... <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> that my chihuahua works overtime. She's a single mom who has works two jobs. She's very exhausted today from barking at the construction people. Right. So I apologize that she's just whistling in all of the back of the videos, <laughs> or not the videos, of all of these. <laughs> in she's the audio. Yeah. But um, I take back what I, I think I said in Picture to Burn that that was my first Taylor Swift song. I realized after thinking about it a little bit more, this was the first one, and mm-hmm. how I found out about it was, I think, Seventeen Magazine, like their website, had a... I was very into taking, like, the weird quizzes where it's like, what prom dress should you wear? And I was like, I'm not going to prom for another four years. <laughs> but I have but to I know. have to know. So one of them was like, which song would you like to dance to at prom? And whatever the quiz was, it, this song came up, our song by Taylor Swift, and it like, had the music video, and I watched it, and I was like, I like this. And then it just, it's all been downhill from there. Right. And look at me now with my Taylor Swift shrine. Right what happens it's okay this was one of the singles off of her debut album had a music video so there's lots of fun details with this one that um it was the third single from debut and it dropped september 9th 2007 september 9th 2007 okay so it was like a year after the album dropped Mm -hmm. basically so it it, the album had been out for a while yeah yeah because it came out in 2006 and i think it came out october 2006 so Mm -hmm. because i I think then up until reputation it was fall every two years yeah putting out an album Mm -hmm. we were saying before recording if you don't sing this in the Thickest, thickest the country accent thickest. are you even doing it right so i'm excited when she does re-record it because it's gonna sound i hope I, I don't want her to cut it short and just be like oh i'm just gonna sing it i want her to sing it <laughs> right she needs to put every i want her to wear boots while she sings this she's got to get the guitar out you know like no matter who her producer is like even if it's not jack antonoff he's gonna be in the room and he's going to be like, no, 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 no. We got to do another take. It wasn't country enough. <laughs> 20% more country. Put it up there. Right. But um, the hidden message in the lyrics of this is just live in love. A little bit basic, but it's cute. Yeah. Cute. Um, she ended up writing this song for a talent show at her high school. And she said, I wrote it about this guy I was dating and how we didn't have a song. So I went ahead and wrote this one. Cute. I guess Taylor originally dropped it as a MySpace single and then they ended up loving it so much she's like well I'm gonna make it as like a single single yeah back when she put things on MySpace (laughs) back when MySpace was a thing 
it ended up being top 40 on the top 100 and top 10 of country songs at the time. And it went platinum four times. Sometimes I wonder if this song was to be released today, would it still do as well? I feel like it would, because I think it's one of those, it's lasted a long time for me. Right, because like, it's... it's still popular. Because like, she still sings it at concerts and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's still like a crowd favorite. So I feel like it would. And I think... and maybe that's just me thinking. Because I think for me, when I think of debut, because this is one of my, I think it's, it probably is my favorite from debut because mm-hmm. it's fun, it's catchy, it's sweet. I get to put on a fake country accent for three minutes. Right. Taylor said that it took about uh, four write-throughs of the song before we got to the our song version that we know now. Gotcha. And she wrote it in her living room. Cute. I say that, like, where else would she write it? Her kitchen. She's written, I think, I, I feel like it was whenever Speak Now came out, she wrote she told a story about writing, um, like, in an airport bathroom. Yeah. At one point. And, like, she's probably written in, like, weird spots. Oh, yeah. Well, especially now, since she's been around for so long. It had a music video, which we just got done watching. It's so cute and so sweet <laughs> and she so nostalgic. The sparkliest little blue... It's not even sparkly, but it's a blue... Poofy dream. A blue poofy dress that I wanted so badly. Because Shelby's favorite things are uh, poofy dresses. Yeah, it's weird because, like, my personality is either, like, I wear black all the time and I wear nothing else, or I'm wearing a poofy princess dress around my house for no reason whatsoever. No in-between. There, There's literally no in-between. It's either black leggings and a t-shirt or a princess dress. But in the music video, there's actually no love interest or boy in the music video. It's kind of just shots of she's... On this little, like, are they rotary phones, or am I thinking of something else? No, it's a rotary phone, okay. yeah. Like, this old pink rotary phone. Yeah, it's her, like, like in her bedroom, mm-hmm. like, on the phone, painting her nails. Almost like she's, like, talking to her friends and telling them this story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's shots of that. She's on the porch in, like, the big blue poofy dress. There's, she's kind of laying in this, it's not really a field of flowers, almost just, like, a sprinkling of flowers. Yeah, it's like a bed of rose petals. Mm-hmm. But they're all, like, kind of orangey and like red tones mm-hmm. and then um shots of her in a black dress performing with the band and she has this iconic sparkly guitar yes that she had for years and years do you years. have the story of the sparkly guitar and how it kind of came to be i do not okay. do you know it no i thought you did for some reason oh i've kind of it's becoming and i just remember it's one that she used a lot during like debut and speak now or not speak now, fearless time. And so it's just like one of her famous guitars because she used the same guitars a lot in the first Mm -hmm. few eras. And so like everyone knew her guitars. So it's like the sparkly guitar and the koi fish guitar. Um, And then she had the one that was like the tiger wood with the circle in the middle had like wings on it or something. Mm -hmm. Um, In the kind of history books of iconic Taylor guitars. And so if you ever hear somebody refer to the sparkly guitar, it's this and then she did bring it i know on like the fearless tour yeah but it's basic i mean it's just a guitar but it's like bedazzled like silver rhinestones rhinestones the entire thing um which is such a especially like early taylor swift but Mm -hmm. just such a taylor swift thing is Mm -hmm. to have a bedazzled guitar because she loves glitter and sparkly things to which i guess flash forward to the future in 
the Love Her era when she did like that little collection with Stella McCartney. Mm-hmm. I found a clip of where they're kind of they like all these pictures pinned on the wall, and Stella's kind of telling her what her ideas were, and Stella says something along the lines of like. Oh, this has glitter. I hope you don't mind. And Taylor just kind of turns and looks at her <laughs> like, "You don't. You think I would mind if there's glitter?" She's like, "I want more. There, like more glitter, the better." Right. And so even you know, early Taylor wanted as much sparkle as she could possibly get. Because also in the music video, when she's playing the sparkly guitar, she has this basic black dress, but then she has these like big flashy earrings and like oh, uh, like flashy rings on. Yeah, and when she's on the porch in like the blue dress, uh, she has on like the silvery blue, like metallic eyeshadow, mm-hmm. which it works on her. It looks really good, but it it's, goes well with her very eighties. <laughs> uh, they did it well for the time. This is also, I guess, our first recollection of straight-haired Taylor. Yes. So Taylor has or had it's. Her hair texture has changed as it does throughout your life. Mm-hmm. But ha- she had very curly hair. And all the other, because we have the four sequences of the four different kind of outfits and places, that she has almost like purposely curled hair, not just her curly hair, but like purposely curled. Yeah. And then um, the scene where she's in the bedroom, it's straight and has like this big like swoop in the front. Yes, the like early 2000s swoopy mm-hmm. side bang. Oh, side part all the way. Yes. Which, again, she pulls it off and it works well. I don't want to say it looks dated in any way, but just think of that specific type of swoopy bang. And she had it with her straight hair. She also, in the music video, because it begins with her, like, painting her toenails, which it just shows her with a little paintbrush, but there's polka dots on her toes. I know. Yeah, it shows her, like, she obviously wasn't actually painting her toenails there. Um, But then as we, as she's painting her toes, you can see she has the little heart on her foot, which then in the debut album, I guess one of the first couple pictures, I think it's on the Oh, in the lyric book? Yeah, in the the lyric book, that there's the picture of her foot with the little heart on it, and then isn't it the actual album, if you look at it, it's the picture of her feet with the heart on it yeah and so I guess that was kind of a thing and she did it for a long time and she always she always just ended up drawing it with sharpie because she I get also went back and forth of if she wanted to get it as a tattoo or not which she still doesn't have any tattoos that I know of yeah but she always kind of went back and forth with it and I've in my head I would love to get a Taylor Swift tattoo for every album I have no tattoos and like I'm big weenie about it <laughs> so I don't think I'll ever get there but if I was to do a tattoo for debut it would be the little heart on the foot because mm. it's just iconic yeah she also she's performed this I guess as a b-side on several tours but I think when I think of her performing it on tour I specifically think of speak now when she did an our song and mean mashup or it's mm. kind of one led into the other yeah and that's like one of my favorites because um in the speak now tour because that's when she pops up from the floor. She has a little, like, white lace dress, and she gets the banjo out and starts playing our song. Yeah, and, and they made the, like, set was very, like, an old farmhouse mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then it goes into Mean, which is also a very country song mm-hmm. on Speak Now. But mm-hmm. I think that's, like, just a cute mashup because, I don't know, they're both just very country songs, and they go together. Right, they're both I love very... when she plays banjo. They're both very country, very banjo, very... They have, like, the content of the songs, like, the lyrics and everything are very different, but the music 
musicality of the songs is very similar. Mm -hmm. So they work well together in that way. I like, I know it's like the last lyric, but where she is talking about how they were riding in the car and then she grabbed an old pen or a pen and an old napkin and wrote down their song. It again ties, I can't think of, it's a song off Midnight's, oh, Sweet Nothing, Mm -hmm. um, where she was like talking about how like they'll be riding in the car and she writes poems on napkins and how like her current boyfriend like comments on it. It just, it reminds me of that so much and of our song of how this is something that she's always done. She's always been a, like, I have to go write this down. Right, like, we're in the car, nothing's happening, like, I have a thought, I gotta get it down. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'll write it wherever, on whatever I have and everything. Like, it's kind of like we talked about with Mary's song, of, like, all of these things that she used to do, even back in debut days, are things that she still does today. But like, it's just part of her. She is still Taylor. Like, nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. The line of when we're on the phone and you talk real slow, you have to sing it in like a big old country. Accent. Right, you have to put the biggest drawl and on that word. Because it's like, and your mama don't know. Because it's like, and your mama don't know. Right. You it's have like, to be thick about it. I know, because I was listening to this on the way over to your house um, for us to record. And I literally played it twice because I was like, I just want to see if I can sing it without the southern drawl. And it is impossible. I don't know how you, you could. You just have to. Right? Like, you just have to. And, like, I don't have a southern accent at all. I mean, when I go down and visit my friends in Georgia, I, for some reason, get real southern all of a sudden, um, just because it's what you hear and whatnot. But just, like, up here where we live, I don't have one ever. But the moment this song plays, I am straight back to being the most southern person. Um, I also just love that... It, it's, I mean, the whole point of the song is that, like, they don't have a quote-unquote song, but their song is, like, all of these small moments, all of mm-hmm. these small sounds and everything, and that's what makes up their relationship and their life and their love. And it's it's just a really cute take on how you don't have to have these big things or you don't have to have mm-hmm. a set, like, this is our song, and it represents this. It's just, like, it's a cute take on what I think a healthy relationship is mm-hmm. um like our song isn't something else somebody wrote it's like all these little moments of like yeah all these moments that are dear to us and mean something to us and they're they're just between us and that's what makes it ours of we're sneaking out late and i'm tapping on your window to let you know that i'm here when we talk on the phone but it's late so we can't let anybody know because this is our only time to talk probably right so you're talking really slow and really quietly so no one knows and like that i'm the only person who gets to hear your voice when it's like that or like i'm the only one who taps on your window so that's a sound that only we know or I like love this, uh, our song is the way you laugh like, yeah i think that's just so sweet that, yeah, that's so sweet. Where, like, somebody's laugh just, like, brightens you up. Mm-hmm. That's and, like, that that means so much to you is just the way you laugh. And that became one of the defining sounds in your relationship. Um, I don't know if you have this. And, again, I can't place where I heard this from. Um because it was a long time ago that I heard this, so it was probably an interview of some sort. Mm -hmm. But I remember her saying that she chose this to be the last song on, like, the standard version of the album. Mm 
um, specifically because then for the last song you are hearing play it again, Aww. like constantly throughout the song. So it's kind of her way of being like subliminally telling you mm-hmm. to like play the album, play the album again. again. Um, which I know she also did with like 1989 with Begin Again. Um, with Red. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. said mm-hmm. 1989 and I'm like, that is Red. That's definitely not the last yep. song on that album. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, one of these days I'll get my head on straight. But That's fine. Um, yeah, so with Red, with Begin Again, she did kind of the same thing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just to sneak in the little message of like, hey, you want to play the album again? But specifically, she did it with debut of like, I want people to listen to my album and want to repeat it and everything. And so it's not what the song is about, but she, and it's not even like the last line of the song, but she specifically wanted this to be the last song on the album. So it kind of like triggered that thought of like, hey, I want to listen to this album again. Because back when... Because I played this on an actual CD player. Yes. I think this album came out when I had an iPod, and so... Which, I don't know what kind of first iPod you had or whatever. I had a Nano. I had I had the little Nano where it came with... Because there was the one where it was a little bit bigger screen. Oh, yeah. But then there was, like, the original white one. I had the one where it was, like, they had a blue, a pink, and a green. Yeah, my first one was the blue one. I had a blue one because I had the same one! <laughs> Twins. Because I went from... I got that for Christmas one year, and then I think... I upgraded from that to the iPod Touch that didn't have a camera. Oh, I never had an iPod Touch. And then I had the iPod Touch that had the camera, and then I got an iPhone. Yeah. Which I didn't get an iPhone until, like, 2013, so. Yeah, I got an iPhone in 2012 when I went to college. But, yeah, no, I had the blue iPod Nano and a silver iPod Nano. Um, and then I went to an iPod Classic, so I never had, like, a Touch or anything. But, yeah, I got... Because before that, I had had, like, an MB3 player. But the first... I remember this being, like, one of the first albums that went on to my iPod. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally um, remember that. When I had it. Along with my, like, super emo music. Because middle school was, like, country or emo. That's all you For had, me. You had ter- two personalities. Right. Still. But it made me think of when you physically put this into your CD player. <laughs> yeah. And you're playing it again. And you're like, I should click. Right, that or, like, she's like, play it again, and you're like, you hit the little, like, repeat button. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or probably now, because this one, because all of her albums are on vinyl now, right? I feel like I've seen somebody with a debut vinyl. Um, I don't know that debut was, like, an official vinyl. Someone might have, like, made their own, because I think they're releasing the vinyls as she does the re-records. I know that there's, like, the Fearless TV vinyl unless it was from a long time ago maybe i don't know actually i I saw it on tiktok so you know it's true right (laughs) the internet never lies it doesn't um yeah because i'm getting all the vinyls like as they come out Mm -hmm. in the re-records but yeah with that you can just like start it over do the play it again thing I like the before the last chorus. The, I've heard every album listen to the radio waiting for something to come along that was good as our song. Yeah. Of like, I tried everything. I listened to it all. I'm going to write it myself. Right. This is the version of like when nobody else is doing anything right and you're like, I have to do it myself. Right. This is the song version of that. Yes. And also just like, I've been listening, trying to find a quote unquote song that can be our song and none of them are as good as all of 
these little moments that are ours. I also love the small changes in the chorus of the first day, man, I didn't kiss her and I should have. And then later is the man, I didn't kiss him and I should have of like telling both sides, but they're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, cause at the beginning it's like her talking about how, oh, we don't have a song and everything. And it's him being like, well, these are the moments that are our song. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, it's almost like he's the one telling it. But then at the end, it's her telling it and being like, I couldn't find anything that was as good as our song, which again is like another really big thing in country music writing of like switching perspectives, like Mm -hmm. for that last bridge or chorus, because that's again, another technique that she uses a lot in her music is like the whole first half, first two thirds of the song is from one perspective. And then at the end, she like switches it around and it's her talking. To which the only other fun fact I have about this is that she did perform it at the CMAs one year. Yeah. I I don't know why the it's not even a performance that she did of it, but the one I always think of is um there was one show during the Reputation tour and there were like video clips going around the internet of it and it was like the lift for delicate broke. Mm-hmm. Um and so it like wasn't going over the crowd to the B stage and so while they were trying to get that fixed, she was like on the main stage and she was like, well, until they get this fixed, what do we want to do? And then she just like skips around the stage and just starts singing our song. Aww. And it was really cute. And it was like one of those where like the whole crowd joined in and then she like forgot the lyrics. <laughs> and so the crowd was just singing it. Well, she's um, written God knows how many songs. I know, right? And it wasn't on the set list. And if it wasn't her like uh, B-stage acoustic mm-hmm. b-side of the day then do you remember what your b-side performances were for oh god i don't oh, I do. which is so bad because i went to two shows and i don't remember either of them well maybe that's why because you don't because i mine was um hey steven oh that's cute which it was one of the songs i like forgot about right until she sang it, and i'm like oh right <laughs> no i love hey steven um yeah, I don't know if it's because I went to two shows or I just, like, blacked out at that point, but... Well, there's probably so many other things going through your little peanut brain. Then. Right. But, yeah, I don't I don't remember what they were. I should pay attention. Also, I don't have a short-term memory, so if it doesn't get, like, imprinted on me, then I'm just like, I don't know what happened. Don't remember. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the fun facts that I have for this one and all my favorite lyrics. Yeah, that's all I've It's I still got. one of my faves. I'm so excited for the re-recording. it's just one of those songs that is so fun to sing Mm -hmm. like it doesn't even matter if you relate to it or if Mm -hmm. it's if you're a country music person or not like it's just a fun song fun it's so fun like you get to put on the strongest accent you get to just i don't know it's just a fun song it's just so cute and fun that's all i got we'll go back and watch the music video again just because it's fun again right But I think that's all we have for this one. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye.